Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. And away we go. Topics worthy of discussion for Pittsville, pound 3636. It's that time of the afternoon, and we welcome our panel. John Turley Ewart, risk management consultant specializing in capital markets with extensive experience on Bay and Wall Streets. John, good to have you back. Good afternoon. Dan Moulton is with us, consultant at Crestview Strategy. That's a public affairs agency and a former advisor in the McGinty and Wynn governments. Danny, good to see you again. Good to see you too, John. And Peter Tabbins, the MPP for Toronto Danforth, the NDP's energy and climate change critic. How's Mr. Tabbins? I'm doing well, John. Good to see you. Yeah, in the legislature, I'm sure there's uh, everybody's a buzz about this new transit plan unveiled by the Premier earlier today, uh, telegraphed it yesterday, $28.5 billion dollars. A massive expansion, four lines, four major projects. Uh, some question as to how much financing the province will get from the city and the feds. Uh, but all in all, what's your reaction, response to what you've heard so far? Well, from what I've heard so far, it's going to mean multi-year delay of really critical transit infrastructure and ripping up and throwing away $220 million worth of plans. So, Mayor, Mayor says no. Mayor says, you know, much of that will be integrated. I, I cannot see this not delaying it substantially and the mayor can say whatever he wants if you're redesigning the eglinton line if you're taking a very different technology into the relief line you're going to have to start over in a lot of ways so i i think he's wasted an awful lot of money here and people who are hoping for transit relief soon are not going to get it and i i would also say for those in scarborough uh if in fact what i've seen is where he's going uh the potential for the Scarborough Rapid Transit line to shut down um, before something new is in place is very high, and that's going to mean people on buses for uh, quite a few years. I think for Toronto, he would have been a lot better off saying, okay, we've got these lines, let's finance them, let's get going because we've got the planning done, we've got the studies done, let's make it happen. If you want to expand beyond that and negotiate with Toronto, then that might have been useful, but I think this is just going to be a delay. Okay, they prioritized the relief line, Mm -hmm. uh, and they're talking, Jeff Urich, the transportation minister, on with me earlier this afternoon, says uh, by 2027 they hope to have this thing up and running. I don't know, best case scenario, but uh, look, when Peter talks about delays... I mean, I don't know that we would have followed any quicker timeline anyway, but yeah. uh, Dan, what... I agree what if- with you there, actually. And, and I would say this is a, a very ambitious transit plan. And I think it's actually a better transit plan than what's currently on the books. Uh, the devil will be in the details. And I think what we lacked clarity on today was how the province will meet that eight-year commitment to get the new Ontario line built from the Science Centre to Ontario Place. This is great. This is a great promise to make, and it's a really ambitious plan, and I totally support it. It's just... How are you going to get that done? How will you live up to that commitment? Uh, they're saying there's a new technology there. Maybe maybe that's true. Maybe that will mean that we can get transit built in a city. Smaller a, gauge track is right. what he said. Yeah, which is you know concerning about, from a capacity question as well. What's the capacity of those that line going to be? Uh-huh. Uh, because that's a, a meaningful issue that needs to be addressed through the construction of this line. Um, I'm just glad to see... Uh, the province leaning into this in a big way. And I think they need to see it all the way through because we're seeing reactions today from City Hall and from uh, you know activists in, in Toronto. And I think that the province just needs to take over the TTC and get the job done. Because right. right now, 
the reason we don't have effective transit in this, in this city is too much squabbling between different levels of government about who gets the political credit for it. So the province just needs to lean into this, upload the subway, get the job done. Well, he's saying use the provincial clout uh, in terms of financing too. Maybe they can make that happen. John, what are your thoughts? Well, I, I, uh, I do agree with Dan. Uh, I'd have to say that having ambitious transit plans is something the city has needed for a long time. Uh, I do believe the squabbling has gone on forever. Uh, Mr. Tabbins talks about delays, but I think we can uh, say for uh, with certainty that the current uh, system just doesn't work uh, and needs to be built. And even if we're talking an extra couple of years delay, I'd rather have a big ambitious plan uh, than something that doesn't really meet our needs uh, in the future. So I, I congratulate the government on this, but Dan's right. Execution, execution, execution. What about uh, the financing too? I mean, the 28 uh, I mean, that's where the key piece is here, is <laughs> that the, the province can actually get better financing uh, and and has uh, an ability to partner with uh, doing three Ps, public-private partnerships, in a more effective way than the city ever could. Yeah, and the province can amortize those investments yeah, as well, absolutely. which the city cannot do. Right? Well, there you go, yeah, Peter. Well, two yeah, well, against they're still two. expecting the city to put in a very big chunk of that $28.5 million. Oh, yeah, sure. As you've noticed, the province is committing $11 billion. Uh, all the rest is left to the feds in the city. The city is still going to have any financing problems or the same financing problems they have today. Um, but frankly, you could proceed with a very ambitious plan, taking what's already been planned, what's gone through environmental assessments, what's ready to be built, doing that and then adding on on top of it. This, this I think, for people in Toronto is going to mean delay. And frankly, we've seen this before with uh, the Ford family. When Rob and Doug were on City Council, we had Transit City, which was ready to go to expand light rail transit uh, through the suburbs, and they cancelled it. But, and right. that, and that so what are you saying, past year, is prologue? I mean, or is it, this is water under the bridge. This is a tired old so, argument. Yeah, no, it's so not he, tired so, old so argument. So here's the problem, though. And, and It's their record. No, no, and, and here's where I will take issue with uh, Mr. Tabbins, who comes from a more downtown-centric part of the city. Uh, I live in, in Scarborough, the best part of the city, and uh, <laughs> frankly, uh, rapid uh, transit out there sucks. You don't want that, and I don't care what you say. You say to a working-class person working in northern Scarborough, they have to spend an hour and a half on transit, light transit, in the winter to get to their job downtown? Nuts. Build subways. Well, if those subways are going to be built much later than the it's LRT line, if the, LRT, if the LRT lines have been started in 2010 and not cancelled by Rob and Doug, people would have the rapid transit now. I've used the Spadina line a lot. It's above ground light rail transit. It changed the whole experience going down Spadina Avenue from torture, a slow bus, never getting anywhere, to really rapid transit. And it could be the same, could have been the same in Scarborough. It can't what's, be. What's, ha- what's happening Sco- now? What's happening now with Doug Ford? He's going to slow all this down, and people are going to be very disappointed when they find they can't get on anything in years to come. So here's the issue. St. Clair's got a high density. I don't know if you ever get out to Scarborough. You should come out sometime. No, I've, I I'll go out to Scarborough. To I, take, to Scarborough. I take transit in Scarborough. You know, I'll drive you around Scarborough because that's how most people have to get around right now. Rapid transit isn't going to work. You've got lower density. You've got to have subways to get people downtown in an efficient manner. I mean, the only option right now that, that people take is the GO train. But we got this thing called winter. I don't know if you've heard about it. And what it does is it wrecks the, 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 the switches and you end up getting delayed. And again, if you're like a, a working person trying to get to your job and you're paid by the hour, you cannot afford to sit on a train for two hours while you fix switches or light rail issues. 
subways. It's the way to go. Well, but I think well, we can all agree that even if there is a three-stop subway built through Scarborough from the Kennedy Station to Shepherd, that's great. And that, that will help move a lot of people faster around the city. But it's certainly not going to address everyone's concerns in the entire municipality of Scarborough. No, right? no, I mean, it's like, not going to address that, everyone's concerns. That is not going concerns. to be that accessible but that a, a subway line. that particular area of Scarborough, if you know it, there's a lot yeah. of low-income people right. around that area. Those are the people who need access to rapid underground transit. And what and I think have... the city needs more than anything is predictable transit plans, yes. right? Because you need to build density around predictable rapid transit. And the fact is, Peter, you're right, the, the Fords did cancel Transit City, which was a terrible decision because it removed that predictability in the same way when Mike Harris came to power and canceled the Eglinton uh, subway. Right. This is this is the problem is we get these stops and starts, very ambitious plans come out and then somebody comes into power and cancels them. And so that's why I say I think the city should just upload the, the, the subway and get the thing built. Well, and that's Sorry, why the, the province, province. Well, the Sorry. province. Yes, because, Thanks. again, uh, they've got a, a longer horizon to realize these things and uh, with the funding necessary to do it as well. By the way, what do you make of this uh, Ontario relief line that's actually going to extend from your riding there, uh, where the original plan for the relief line was the PAPE hookup, uh, PAPE and Danforth. Now it's going to go up to the Science Centre at Don Mills in Eglinton and also uh, come south off the Osgood uh, stop on the Queen li- on uh, the one line, all the way into Ontario Place Exhibition Place, uh, around the horn quickly. I mean, it's ambitious, sure. necessary to do. I mean, because it's going to be under Liberty Village or thereabouts, even though Adam Vaughn says there's nothing specific as to where they're going to do the tunneling here. Yeah, I, I think it's great to see Ontario Place connected to mass transit in that part of the city, particularly Liberty Village, uh, very nearby, needs access to transit. I think it would be, w- what's missing from this plan is a more ambitious like cross the city waterfront plan. We need waterfront access to mass transit across the entire city. And so I think you could connect Ontario Place through a waterfront uh, line. And then we could have seen the new Ontario line, the, the relief line, instead of going from Osgood South, we could have seen it go west. And it could have gone west and up back to the airport. And that's certainly been in the past plans. And I think that would have been an even more ambitious target for the province to set out today. All right. Uh, anybody else wanted to weigh in? Because Yeah, of- I, I think the extension north from the Danforth up to the Science Centre is a good idea. And in fact, it's something the city was already starting to do studies on, starting to have public meetings about. So you're in so favor in- of what Doug Ford's got on plan here for the Ontario Relief Line? I'm in favor of Doug Ford financing the city of Toronto to do the plans. <laughs> it really that it was galls already you to doing. admit that, doesn't it? it <laughs> all right, he all just, right. He's just slowing it down, John. That's no, the reality. Slowing it down. All right. Well, again, Jeff Yurick said by 2027, uh, it should be up there with driverless trains, no less, and uh, it's a freestanding artery. They're going to have to build an expansive bridge across the Don Valley Parkway in the Don Valley because uh, well, that's where it really bows out. But uh, anyway, I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Mr. Tabbins, Dan Moulton, and John Turley, you're in a moment on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.